0: Welcome to the Forerunners Podcast. On this episode, we'll profile Amanda Pearson, leader of the Norfolk Run Club. Let's get right into it. (laughs) Welcome, Amanda. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. I'm good. Good. You know, excited.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I'm excited too. Let's hop right into this. Where are you from?
1: Virginia Beach. Born, raised, Virginia Beach.
0: Born and bred, 757. So hi, what high school?
1: I went to Lansdowne High School.
0: <sighs> That's tough. I'm a Tallwood guy.
1: Well, I grew so. up in the Tallwood area. I grew up in Brigadoon. Oh, okay. But, to be really specific. but You were really close to Tallwood. I went to, to Brandon Tallwood. Middle School, and then my parents moved. So
0: I went to Brandon. Oh, yeah. I was a Brandon Knight. I think I they were Knight. the Knights, yeah. right? Yeah, they
1: were. You're right. Yeah. Yep.
0: So I, I, don't, I was kind of a dork in Brandon. I was kind of a dork in every school I went to, so I don't have very fond memories of Brandon.
1: That's but where I started, like, the sport right there. Yeah. So I definitely, I was probably a little bit of a dork before I found sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: So what about your family? What's your What's your family look like right now?
1: Um, well, I have a sister. She's two years older than I am. Uh, just the two of us. Mom and Dad, still married, just celebrated their 40th anniversary. So that was awesome. It's longevity they're, right there. Yeah, they're very... Awesome parents, yeah. So, very thankful for them. Yeah.
0: I want to talk about that for a second because one of the things I saw when I go when I took my deep dive on your social mm-hmm. media was you you were constantly ex- expressing thankfulness for your childhood and how good of a parents parents they were. What 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 do you think makes them good parents? Is it their support or or what what has it been?
1: Um, I would say support is definitely um something that they've always. Had support for my sister and I, and it was different. She, my sister, was very much a reader and um, that type of personality where she couldn't put a book down. We'd have to tell her put the book down. We're having dinner. Um, and I was more kind of hyperactive, that little ADD ADHD mm-hmm. stuff where um, you couldn't really control me. But they handled both of us very well and differently. And I never felt like we were being compared, um, so that was also a good thing. But um, just a lot of love, affection. Yeah, they yeah. found things that they grew up, you know, having that they said, "I don't want to do this with my child." Yeah. So they were just very good parents, all around, loving, supportive, caring. Yeah, yeah.
0: I totally vibe with that. <laughs> I had, I had the best parents. They, uh, when I think back on my childhood, it is like almost one hundred percent fond memories. Oh, so absolutely. I, when I see that, I it makes me happy because I I identify with that. So yeah. And uh, you've got a significant other.
1: I do. I have a boyfriend, Tyler.
0: Tyler, yep, right. we
1: have. Uh, we actually met at Brandon Middle School. So yeah, we were in seventh grade. I'm pretty sure it was seventh grade. Uh, we have frail memories back to really get down. We don't remember what happened, but we started dating in middle school. But then we somehow broke up, and he ended up moving to Texas, and um, I stayed here. And then I moved. My parents, you know, we went to Lansdowne area, and uh, we reconnected in 2016. So he ended up messaging me on uh, Facebook. Uh, I was single. I had been in a long relationship, and he messaged me and was asking about dental hygiene. He was actually like, oh, how's dental hygiene? I'm like, it's good, what's up, you know? So we ended up talking and he moved here after we did the um, online thing for about, it was about a year and a half, and then he yeah. moved to Norfolk. Cause I said, I have a career here, I love you, you know, I hope this works, but yeah. So he moved here in July, 2017, so. Um, Dude, so y'all yeah. are like
0: middle school sweethearts, kind yeah, of. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, I mean, you, we don't remember that much back then, but. We know that we dated, and we have our yearbook photos or funny so yeah. to look back on.
0: Me and uh, Annalisa and I, we dated and uh-huh. then had a gap, okay, and then dated again,
1: okay, and okay. got
0: married eventually. I hear
1: that happens so, honestly a lot. Um, yeah, whether you get was, married and remarried or
0: there's stories floating around about like mm-hmm. the way I treated her, but I, they just can't be true. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember that stuff.
1: Well, I know so. that my boyfriend's family—they're very surprised, like at how he treats me. They're like, "Wow, this—we've never seen this." So I'm like, oh. I just feel like it must be, you know, it, he's the one, yeah. He's awesome. He's well,
0: great. this has kind of become maybe a theme, but mm-hmm. let's talk about your cat. Okay. I love cats.
1: I love cats, too. Uh,
0: in my opinion, sorry guys, I know this will be unpopular opinion, uh-huh. cats are way better than dogs.
1: Ooh, yeah. So, You're yeah, get I'm, I'm
0: gonna, I might get some bad some reviews DMs for that. Some on that
1: one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I have a, a cat. His name is Link. Um, okay. It was just a, my boyfriend's coworker cat got out, had kittens, I said, well, I have wanted a cat, and I never really went and did the effort to go and, you know, yeah. pick one out, so we said, all right, yeah, let's see, so of course we went to see, and, you know, I said, "Um, yeah, he's coming home with me, and yeah. now he's, he was a year in, like, February, so he's, yeah, he's awesome. Oh, he's a little kitten. Yeah, he's lovely. Okay.
0: Yeah. Nice. He looks like, um when I see his picture, he looks like Jon Snow. Like oh, a gray, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. a gray tabby, yes. so... Yeah. He has is beautiful he,
1: markings, and they're symmetrical, and he's sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Is he, um, what's he like? Is he just a snuggle bug, or is he, like, kind hyper? Kind not
1: too snuggly, but he will, you know, he'll go sit on you for, like, 30 seconds, and be like, all right, I'm going to go hang out somewhere else. But he likes to be near me, but not necessarily on me. But he walks on you a lot. It's kind of disrespectful, but, he, yeah. you know, I, I'm not mad about it. He's nice. He's sweet. He's playful. Yeah. I think I'm going to get another one here soon, because he needs a friend. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, it surprises me. Because you kind of have a reputation for for kindness. People really like you. That's
1: nice. But you're
0: also a Steelers fan. So how's that work? (laughs) Well, you
1: know, I I don't know. I mean, I became a Steelers fan in high school. My dad was always a college football guy. He went to Virginia Tech. So he was a football person, but college. And um, so we never really got into it until high school. Um, The guy at the time I was dating, his family was a really big Steelers fan. So that kind of just... Was, I mean, they were, it was a lot. Right so, yeah. So, I became a Steelers fan, and now I'm on my own a Steelers fan. And ironically, Tyler is also a Steelers fan because his grandfather was. So, that works out well.
0: That does so work So, we out. don't
1: like hate each other or anything.
0: <laughs> you guys are in kind of a rebuilding stage now, I think. I think Ben Roethlisberger's
1: yeah, seen so better days. I agree. Yeah, he was in his prime when I first started watching him, really. Well,
0: I was a Buffalo B- I am a Buffalo yeah, Bills I saw that fan. Outside. So, it's like... Um, We've been rebuilding yes, for like a couple a long of decades. Time. My whole, the
1: whole time, I've liked NFL football. <laughs> well, NFL football, but you know, I think
0: maybe football, football. it's possible that Buffalo Bills are turning a corner. But we usually, we we what we really like to do mm-hmm. is give away our best players to other teams so yeah, they can go them. win Super Bowls. Yeah, that's so, nice. yeah. It's but really cool. you know,
1: I'm excited. I'm glad that it's here. You know that they're able to do it in the COVID time, but. Um, yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow, too, because yeah. I like Sunday football mm-hmm. stuff. Do you do fantasy?
0: Uh, I did.
1: You did? I didn't. I got
0: year. addicted to it. Uh-oh. And spent <laughs> many, many hours, yeah. like, trading, talking trash. Yeah. We we talked so much trash, we would send physical mail to each other. Oh, gosh. And, like, talk it junk about no, it. Was it work friends
1: or old school friends? No, church
0: friends. Oh, oh okay. Church, church people are vicious. <laughs> so, but... But um, what happened was I reached the pinnacle mm-hmm. and just demolished everybody one year.
1: Oh gosh! With
0: like Tom, I had I don't know how it happened, but I drafted like Tom Brady and Adrian Peterson mm-hmm. in like the, their prime, right? And I just steamrolled, oh, won this, won the championship, and then literally lost all my passion for it. I think it's because I won a championship wa- oh, okay. and maybe burnt out doing that. Okay. So, so you know. weren't
1: forced to, to get back or no, anything.
0: No, no. But yeah. I, I think maybe fantasy football could be in the cards um, soon, okay. in the next couple of years. Yeah, again. I
1: decided to take the year off and just relax and watch the games.
0: Yeah. Well, it's going to be weird. Who yeah. knows if the season will even. I know going to
1: even... get COVID. And then yeah, who, gonna who gonna even out? knows
0: if the season is going to continue. So. I agree. I
1: agree. All right, let's
0: talk about the beach.
1: The beach. You are
0: kind of like a beach bum.
1: I like, yes, I really like the beach. See, that's the issue. I, I really like Ghent, and I like that part of Norfolk, but then I also like the beach, so then I go out to Chick's Beach usually just because it's, waves are calm, and it's just local, so um, I find myself pretty much always going to Chick's Beach with yeah. my friends.
0: Chick's Beach seems to be the go-to for a lot of local folks. Yeah. Especially, you know, folks with kids like Chick's Beach oh, yeah. beach a lot, too, because there there's not, kids there. it's not what, you're right. you not going to get swept away or Correct, anything. Correct, yeah. So.
1: Yep, the bay is calm.
0: I also identify with your Instagram because you mm-hmm. sometimes take food pictures. Oh yeah! I I take pictures of almost almost every single meal I eat. Yeah. I don't always post them. Uh-huh. But I'm like, yeah, that's me too. That like, I'm like that looks good. I have a picture of it. <laughs>
1: I'm the same way. I think I used to post more photos like earlier in the Instagram days and yeah. I find myself honestly just like forgetting because I'm ADD and I'm like, I think people need to look at this. And then I'm like, oh, I forgot. And then it's the next day and I'm like, well, I'll just enjoy it. I'll look at it again and enjoy it. But yeah. I love food. So I,
0: food. I, I also vibe with that. Yes. I'm a food person. I think a lot of people instead. are,
1: especially with the Instagram thing. You know, I put in hey. my story, maybe you could look it for 24 hours and then, and then say, I think I want Chick-fil-A or I think I want to make that meal
0: even even if I'm at a restaurant and I'm like and there's like people watching me, I'll straight up take a picture of it, not even caring like oh, yeah. I, I'm like I know how this looks, but yeah I'm taking a picture of it, I ever, it a lot looks of people good. do it,
1: so I think the stigma is a little less than it used to be
0: yeah well i'm a I'm a proud eater for sure Sam All right, so you went to you grew up in Virginia Beach, mm-hmm. went to Landstown, yes, but eventually ended up. In Norfolk mm-hmm. through ODU, right? Correct. Yeah. So I think most of the listeners would know this, but what did you go to ODU for?
1: I went to ODU for dental hygiene.
0: All right. Is yes. that something you always wanted or is it something that you decided like later on? So
1: there's just a weird little backstory on that. And like I said, my memory is a little bit blurry. I kind of live in the present. So sometimes my, my things get confused or mixed up. But um, I went back and went through some of my stuff in my parents' house. Um, a composition notebook from middle school and it my English teacher every day we had a topic and one of the topics was like what's your dream job or something like that Um, or what do you want to do when you get older and I put be a pediatrician but then I literally said as I was writing actually I don't want to be a pediatrician because I don't want to deal with sick kids all the time that would just be kind of sad. I said I wanted to be a dental hygienist in the same composition like the same page so Uh, I don't know how that even happened or what, but I did say that I wanted to be a dental hygienist, and then time moved on, and I think I had honestly forgotten about it, and I knew I wanted to do something in the medical field. Um, Pretty much everybody on my mom's side is in the medical field, pharmacy, um, doctors, physical therapists, so I said, dental hygiene is good. I had a great um, hygienist growing up. The dentist was awesome. Um, I just said, well, this is something cool. You wear scrubs. You work... You know, some hours are shortened. I work four hours on Fridays, so that's nice. So you don't work crazy hours. You kind of clock out. You're done with work, and that's what I wanted. So I just kind of looked into it, and I actually went to Tidewater Community College after high school Mm -hmm. because I think if I went to a university straight out of high school, I might have not gotten the grades that I needed. So I said, I'll live at home. Got my associates of science at uh, TCC, then you automatically get into any uh, Virginia school. So got into old Dominion and then applied to the hygiene program. Nice. So yeah. I
0: think the T C C thing is the way to go. Yeah. I think I'm gonna I mean, actually... there was a lot of
1: shade when it like when I was you know, back in 2008 when I graduated high school, and now I feel like it's just like that makes sense to save money. So.
0: Oh, it's yeah, and to just get those base classes out for cheap, mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. core classes. Yeah. So, yeah, and then
1: you stay at home, you're not paying, paying um, it's you possible know,
0: that's what we're going to force Piper to
1: do. Okay, all right, I so. will tell her that. <laughs> we yeah. keep
0: every time we drive by ODU, we drive by ODU a lot going to that Chorizo Mexican Eatery down oh, there. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. that
0: place is crazy, yeah. But, but we'll <laughs> drive a whole
1: another podcast, we'll
0: drive through there. And I'll be like, Piper, here's your future college uh, after you go to TCC mm-hmm. or
1: whatever. <laughs> so, she already has a, a map. So I'm like,
0: I'm, like in, I'm using Inception okay. to plant it into yeah. her head so she'll good. actually want to. Right. But not know work. she wants that'll to. That'll work. Know.
1: Yeah, especially if you're positive so. about it. But now, I, had, I, I was just going to say, going back to the dental hygiene thing real quick, I think that kind of when you're talking about implanting something into someone's mind growing up, for some reason i just had a natural smile it just happened from the beginning of time and so people would say oh you have a great smile or i love your dimple and so i also feel like the teeth thing worked into the smile situation as well so i don't know how that works and people are always like oh you are a hygienist cuz you have a good smile I'm like
0: oh well, thank I'm, you but that's i didn't what i was going to go into okay. because i feel like when you see it when somebody is scrolling on instagram or they see mm-hmm. maybe the currently happening picture right the first thing they're going to notice is your big old bright smile
1: <laughs> and it's yeah. just
0: like it is just um it's probably something that people know you by yeah
1: and i, I think, think so, it gives
0: you point. dental hygiene hygienist clout
1: okay you know okay. like okay. Okay.
0: okay she knows what she's doing uh-huh. her own smiles her own right she takes great. care of her yeah. oral health have, yeah. have you always like taken care of your your teeth like that
1: i mean pretty Good. Yeah, you know, flossing, I'm going to be honest, you know, a few times a week is fine. You don't have to get wild. You don't have to do it twice a day. Every day, I mean, some people need to, but honestly, if you're just getting in there and doing it a couple, few times a week, you'll have good, and go see your, this is a PSA, see your uh, hygienist and dentist, you know, twice a year, your insurance will cover that. So yep. I recommend that for everybody. You're paying for, for it sure. already through your right. insurance. You go it.
0: take advantage of it. Oh,
1: absolutely. So
0: when I met Annalisa, mm-hmm. she was brushing her teeth like, after every meal
1: okay some hygienists are wild they do
0: that yeah she she ain't no hygienist but she is (laughs) passionate about uh oral health and and i love that
1: yeah
0: you're right i however Uh i'm just gonna be honest okay
1: that's okay i'm not judging people
0: people people are gonna judge me it's okay (laughs)
1: this is a podcast i guess okay
0: i only brush my teeth like once when i got up in the morning for like Years mm-hmm. and years. I and might years.
1: have done that in high school. Yeah. And then gotten it An- together.
0: Annalisa, um, my wife <laughs> if some if people follow me on social media at all, they've seen my wife can be um, kind of violent and okay. forceful. Okay. Well when my wife discovered that I wasn't brushing my teeth at night, you uh-huh. know.
1: Yeah. Like why are you in bed? Your toothbrush yeah. is dry.
0: She would literally and this is not a joke, go put toothpaste on a toothbrush mm-hmm. and shove it in my mouth. Like <laughs> I'd I'd try to keep my mouth mm-hmm. closed in the bed, okay. mm-hmm. and she would force the tooth, like stab my mouth yeah. with the toothbrush, until I just, uh, you know, I finally said, you know, I what? appreciate
1: that from hygiene yeah. a hygiene, or hygienist <laughs> standpoint, you know.
0: I I um, I finally gave in and didn't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I actually can't go to tea, go to bed without brushing my teeth now. Yeah. So that's good. Like she, she instilled really tr- something into, and re- like within the last couple years, mm-hmm. um we we had a dental hygienist friend that would go to or that went to our church Mm -hmm. and i did some or they called me for plumbing okay and i was like maybe i'll make an appointment here Uh so i went and over all these years Uh that me and annalise had been married i only had like Two cavities. Wow. So, so after brushing my teeth. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, Annalisa saved my teeth.
1: Yes, I'm sure like, she has. Yeah, like, I mean it's definitely by, helped.
0: Yeah, by making me brush twice a day. This is an instilling a good. Ha- ha- I
1: know. Did you think you'd have this conversation? But instilling good habits is so important. And honestly, genetics plays a huge part for everybody out there who says I work hard and I still get cavities, or they don't do anything and they never get cavities. So yeah. um, genetics is a big part of it, but just preventative care is so important and good for your brain your heart your overall body health so yeah. it's yeah. awesome I love dental hygiene love what do I do you, you
0: you feel passionate about Overy, it? oh yeah. very yeah it's
1: I don't know I don't know where the passion I don't know helping people Happy. you know I've been there six it's six years on the 14th of September which I guess is Monday but um yeah, yeah. I just really love what I do well, happy anniversary well thank you
0: um <laughs> you guys during COVID-19 are having mm-hmm. to wear A buttload of PPE. I mean, I went to my dentist Mm -hmm. just last month, Mm -hmm. and my dental hygienist had goggles on. She had two face masks on and a shield. Okay. And like, I guess they put like hydrogen, they made me swish around hydrogen peroxide. That that tasted really gross. Yeah, I (laughs) know. But apparently it it like kills any Mm -hmm. COVID in your mouth for a little bit. Right, it just
1: reduces the amount of bacterial load you have in your mouth. So that's always good. You should probably do that anyways. Yeah. yeah, As a hygienist. Oh. I mean,
0: oh, (laughs) Uh, Oh, gotcha. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's a a good practice.
1: It's good if you have like a cut in your mouth or ulcers, it helps heal.
0: So, how's that been, like, dealing with all that? Um, is, it, is it, like, really annoying or is it difficult or...?
1: I actually just posted something on Facebook about some breathing exercises that I'm going to start yeah. instilling in my daily routine because um, I find that I pretty much get a headache every single day while at work and we mm-hmm. work eight hours straight now instead of having an hour lunch break in the middle. We said we'd just congregate in a room without mass, so we said um, as a team everybody was fine with it. We'd work through the day and um, get out an hour earlier. so it just gets really exhausting. So the um, study I posted said, take some um, breathing um, exercise, you know, breathe in and hold and breathe out and do that when you don't have a patient or if you have time in in between the day, just because wearing a mask, you get such less oxygen intake. And then wearing two is really hard as well. So just a lot, it's a lot warmer than it used to be in the office. So
0: yeah. um, Well, proper respect to you guys, because y'all are like, Troopers in this day. I mean, that's and age. what they say. I don't yeah, feel I mean, like
1: you know. I feel like that's the hospital, the people dealing with the true COVID patients. Yeah. But um, I just feel like I love what I do, and people. I know how important it is for people to get their teeth cleaned. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing and able to do what I do to. Yeah you know, keep my job going, keep the teeth clean.
0: Well, hopefully we're turning a corner here and you won't have to do all that. I know,
1: you know, and I'm, I'm mentally prepared if that is the case, but since I do love it so much, it makes it easier, I think. And I have really good patients too. I work at Norfolk Dental Care on Tidewater Drive. (laughs) We're pretty, we're pretty busy, but yeah, if you need someone, you don't have to see me. We got other hygienists. So it's, it's a good, good dentist, good hygienist.
0: Nice. Well, let's get into your athletic background. Okay. You said you started playing sports around Mm -hmm. high school?
1: Middle school. Middle school? Yeah, I was in eighth grade. What did you get into? um, I tried out for... Like, growing up, my mom said I never really wanted to do sports that much. She would give me options, but we did some summer swim leagues at Indian Lakes. Okay. um, Yeah, that's pretty much all I remember pre-middle school. I
0: swam for College Park. Did
1: you? Okay, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people Mm -hmm. that I knew growing up did CPAC. Um, But... I applied for, or not applied, I guess I tried out for field hockey, mm-hmm. like on a whim. I don't even know how that happened, but I applied, or <laughs> I keep saying applied. Um, I tried out in 8th grade, or 7th grade, and then um, I was able to play in 8th grade. So I definitely thought I was going to get cut, because it just is really scary when you're that young and yeah. you're trying out for something. So um, I made the team, and I, was, I still have the card in my parents' house on my bulletin board in my study that says, you know, congratulations, you made the team. So that's nice. pretty cool, but... Um, That started my field hockey career, so I did uh, field hockey all through high school as well. Did swimming. I loved swimming in high school. Um, And then I did soccer for a little bit, but soccer wasn't something I grew up playing, so it didn't come as naturally to me, so I enjoyed just playing for fun. So I did sand soccer a couple summers, but just always enjoyed the team camaraderie and the... The passion that comes along with sports and just everybody encouraging everybody, I like that a lot. I think that helps. I think it, I think sports is really important for kids. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Piper, uh, maybe she'll start like it one day.
1: Well, she's got the art thing going for her, so she's she got does. some she's, little niche. She's yeah. a creative, so... Yeah, and creatives don't usually. Sports aren't really for them. <laughs> you know, they might do something here and there, but they might hate it, you know? Yeah, they might yeah. be like, Dad, why'd you make me do this?
0: But, uh, so, you... Okay, so high school ended.
1: Mm-hmm, high school ended.
0: And where did fitness come into play after high school?
1: Um, after high school, since I went to Lansdowne High School um, over near the Virginia Beach uh, TCC, and I was over there after high school, uh, there's a one-life gym. So I actually decided to joined the gym. I did the week free, mm-hmm. liked it, just did cardio st- like the normal, normal people just start cardio first. They just yeah. do that or little abs and cardio. They don't go straight to weightlifting by themselves as, as females that I know anyways, usually it's intimidating.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but I started doing some working out there. Um, I started running outside a little bit. That's we'll get into that more, but that started in about 2010. I started doing like races, signing mm-hmm. up for races. And I graduated high school in 2008. So a couple of years it took me to do road running. Okay. Um, I think I just got bored of running alone outside. And so I liked the gym for that. You get the motivation, the energy in the building. So, um, that's pretty much all I did just gym or outdoor running alone. Usually.
0: Yeah, probably when I think about you as, run- I've been following you for a long time. I, when I, um, when I became a runner, mm-hmm. I tried to follow as many like things on social media, like group things mm-hmm. that I could, so I could learn about them and maybe be brave enough to go to some of them.
1: Oh gosh, <laughs> I know people seem nervous. So, I'm like just come on out. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. But
0: um, yeah. So one thing I see is that you are you are into fitness. Uh, in a really holistic way, okay. like not like with me,
1: mm-hmm. I just
0: I literally just walk out that door and go running, mm-hmm. and then come back mm-hmm. and do nothing else. Yeah. But you <laughs> are not like that. You really uh, take fitness and do the whole shebang.
1: I, I do. I enjoy the whole shebang. Yeah. Um, this, the the yoga that you know is relaxing to the mental and stretching physical part of working out. Um, I found a personal trainer when I was at, I mean, this is fast forward a couple years, but when I was at Old Dominion um, in Norfolk, and I think I had just graduated, so I joined the One Life, because I lapsed on One Life since I went to Old Dominion, and Mm -hmm. I said, I'll just use the gym, that was free. So I worked out there, that's when I started probably lifting weights on my own. I did like the circuit, you know, little chairs that were already set up, you do those. So I, I did that, and I think it's just because I mainly got sick of running alone, I didn't I don't know. And I don't like to run with headphones now um, just to be more aware. I don't yeah. mind listening to my breathing because that helps yeah. with, you know, with running. So um, I started lifting weights at ODU, and then I went to um, graduate, went to One Life in Norfolk, and then I met my personal trainer, um, Brandon, that I work out with now. We work out together a few times a week, and we've been working out for, I think, I want to say four Three or four years? This is um, Coach
0: B. Dot. This right? is Coach
1: B. Dot, yeah. So I like, yeah, love him. He's okay, a great so guy.
0: That's it leading into like, another part. Well I feel like you're like you're like his star athlete dude. well i was like
1: his og client is when that he what moved, it he is moved here from winston-salem okay. um and worked at one life and did personal training but that was that corporate wasn't really for him so now he works at a smaller gym um, in downtown norfolk executive health and fitness club mm-hmm. so we work out there uh twice a week but yeah he we've been working out for so long and i was his kind of he messaged me and reached out to me because i don't think i would have even reached out but he yeah. said you know like what are your fitness goals And, of course, the thing he hates to hear is, I want to get lean, but I think that's probably something that I said just because skinny was a thing a few years, you know, Mm -hmm. a while ago. But um, now I just want to be strong, you know, just not help with injuries and mental health and physical and all that. So... Yeah, we've been together a long time. We're very close. We did like a whole kids bash event that used to happen. Um, it didn't. Ha- it's not happening this year because of COVID. But mm-hmm. um, a big thing for kids, like underprivileged kids, to go out and just be active. Yeah. So he and I were um, together on that, and we actually won like the group. We were like Team Black, and we we won that. That was last year, and that's, that was a lot of fun. So we've done things other than just fitness, like lifting weights. Oh,
0: so y'all are like promote. Y'all are uh, like. Team up to promote fitness. Yeah,
1: we're. That's I mean, really, absolutely. Yeah. That's really he's the cool. first person I think of when I think of someone with a good attitude, energy, positive, just like all of the motivating. All of the. He's a great guy. I
0: started following him on Instagram. Yeah. That dude's. Uh, he's a beast.
1: Yeah, he is. He's.
0: It's he's his awesome. profile says he's a world record holder with something to do with cycling.
1: Yeah, he did that at MacArthur Mall. Um, it was. I mean, I don't even remember now, but it was like hours and hours of just cycling not you could stop for like a minute you know you can have a little break but you had to get right back on it was like oh it was spinning yeah on a bike Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so he did he did that with a bunch i didn't i went in support i went out for like an hour and did some spinning but i didn't sign up to spin with him the whole time i knew that would not be pleasant on my seat gotcha
0: so let's talk specifically about running okay you um you kind of just uh Told us that you did kind of start running before the, before you started lifting and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what what made you begin to run?
1: Um. You know, I can't even think of an exact point in my life where it uh, I said I'm going to start running. I think it just came from having that background of sports
0: mm-hmm.
1: where I wanted to be active, and I didn't want you know sometimes when kids get out of high school they can like, gain weight because they're not as active as they were um, whether you know be with friends or whatever just the routine is different so um, I, I probably just had like running shoes you know just from my sports and mm-hmm. I think I just went out and did stuff now my parents aren't really physical fitness people mm-hmm. um, per se but like riding bikes is something they do, but by riding bikes to me, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather run. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they just didn't really grow up doing a lot of sports, just like club sports. So my sister, she's active. She's really big into running, like even more than I am yeah. now at this point. Um, she runs, um, I think almost every day of the week, and then she does a long run. Um, she's married uh, out in Seattle, and uh, she's uh, in her fellowship years of, she's a hepatologist. So a doctor that specializes in the liver. I know, uh, you're like, what? I
0: was about to have Yeah, to ask.
1: hepatology. Yeah, so hepatologist, so she specializes in the liver. So she deals with a very vulnerable population right now with COVID because liver transplants, mm-hmm. but she runs and she's very disciplined with her running and she enjoys that routine. And yeah. the reason she started doing it was because she wanted to run daily and then have a long run. So when she signed up for a race, she's done a few out there in, on yeah. the West Coast. But she said you know, I'm going to run like 13 miles. I'm like, but you have no, why, why are you going to do 13 miles? And she's just in case she signs up for a race just to keep that momentum going. But for me, the only time I will run probably over five or six miles, I need to be signed up for something, which is what started me signing up for races was it just, you know, you would go out and run. I don't know, maybe I would do one mile at that point, but usually two, three, four miles. And then. You're like, well, now I feel like I want something more to train for or whatnot. So my first race was actually um, 2010. I did the Virginia's for Lovers 14K. It was like JNA It was still very new in the Hampton yeah. Roads. Mm-hmm. Um, that was at the amphitheater. And that's right near my, where my parents lived. So I did that. I think my first one was the 1.4 miles. To be honest yeah. with you, I think a lot of people start off like Jill was talking about. She did like a one miler, like monster something. But mm-hmm. um, so I did the 1.4 miler, and then the next year I did the 14k. But I did it in a group. So it was. I found that really fun when I started doing the races, because yeah, you pay to run. You're one of those crazy people, but um, you just get a good energy and you feel good and you get support. And so that's when I started the running mm-hmm. races. Was in 2010.
0: Got you. You've done a I kept seeing the numbers on your half marathons go up i mean you you've done a lot of half marathons haven't you
1: yeah i think i looked and i think it's around like 14 or 15. yeah i think i've only
0: run two like well, two okay. official ones. Yeah. I've done yeah. half marathons sure training. Done. Right. But those are just a relaxed run. Well, I
1: enjoy the medals. JNA has ruined me because the medals. When that started happening, I said, oh, these medals are really nice and pretty. And so then I started signing up for them. And then next thing you know, they do the half marathon series or whatever. So then you got to do all three of their half marathons and you get another medal for doing the series. Yeah. So that, yeah, I was the, I was the target promotion on that right there. That was me. I said, okay, well, I'm going to do more halves. Yeah. So. Well,
0: I th- you told me, I came to, um, I came to Norfolk Run Club uh, just this last week and mm-hmm. just to do some field research, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just check but, things
0: out. Yeah. And not run by myself. It was, it was fun. Was it um, good? I
1: enjoyed that, uh, that run last week. Yeah. It was nice. I liked the it.
0: route was good. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: little rain is always nice, though.
0: Yeah, I wish it would have rained more. Yeah. I just want to run in the rain all the time. Yeah. I'm dead serious. There's a lot
1: of fair weather runners, but I, I always tell people, I'll have run club whenever, you know, as long as there's no hurricane action or, like, lightning, we'll be there. I'll be yeah. there anyway. So whether there's 1, 2, 10, 20, 30, 40 people, whatever, I'll
0: yeah. be there. Well, one of the things you had mentioned is that currently mm-hmm. about the only time you're running is when you're running in a group. So yeah. when you're training for a race, that's when you'll run it run Solo.
1: Yeah. Is that what happens? Yeah, I just I find that I enjoy running with people um, Or just the community in general. Maybe I'm not I'm running alone a lot of times. I'm running alone yeah. still. like especially in the mornings There's mm-hmm. a lot less people but it's just the accountability of getting out going there. Yeah, and their energy and their motivation Pushes me and because I, mm-hmm. I enjoy running. I just don't like running alone anymore. It's just something I don't like to do yeah. I like I to l- lift, you like know, that.
0: James things. Moore yeah. James Moore came on. Okay. That was the theme of his podcast. Okay, was... <laughs> I, I want to run with people. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, so that's... Then that's what I like. So I like being a leader also in that fact because I'm here because I'm, I'm leading the club. hmm yeah. So
0: girl. during these times, this is kind of an odd question, but do you have yeah. any, like, current running goals?
1: Um, Personally, no, it's kind of ironic that this is the first year that I, I mean, I signed up for the crush and run, um, cause I enjoyed that last year, but this is the first year I didn't sign up for any half marathons or really any serious racing situations, um, in since 2011, I would say. Yeah. So Man. it was just weird. And then everything kind of stopped also, but, um, Yeah, I don't really have any goals other than just keep running the club because it's something I have time for and I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, So keep doing that. And every now and then I like to get out and do solo runs when we're running for kind of a cause or, you know, awareness of something, whether it be someone who was killed while running or, um, you know, any kind of awareness type situation. So I ran a few times alone during the quarantine when I wasn't working. Yeah. Just mainly for awareness and, yeah. yeah, just remembrance of certain events or people.
0: That's understood. Yeah.
1: I like the alone time for that.
0: What about, like, bucket list stuff? Bucket like, is lists. there any, like, places that you can mm-hmm. think of that you want to run, like, a race?
1: So, I did have a couple. I ran in Richmond. I did the Monument. ten. I think it's a 10K. I did that one. I enjoyed that because, I think, different scenery. We did that with a family. We've done a few races together with cousins and sisters. So that's always a good time when you mm-hmm. have your family enjoying the same crazy activity as yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did the Shamrock full last year. Two, no, two years ago now. And before that, I was like, I think I'm gonna run a couple fulls, you know. But after the training for that one full, and that was the year that it was amazing weather at the ocean front. It was the year before 2017, I think it was. It was like raining and it was dark and cold and it was awful and I ran the whole thing and it was just like, oof, hated it. But I said, oh, I'm gonna sign up for the full. I'm feeling good about 2018. So I signed up for the full, trained for it. The training was just, you know, I like doing other things. So it takes up a lot of time it when does, you're training yeah. for a full. So, a so I did the full, it was great weather. It was awesome, you know, hit my goal time that I wanted to do exactly on the head which was four hours so I was like yes this is great but then I was worried that I would not be able to do that again so I was like okay maybe I won't but I was thinking the Marine Corps would be just I feel like I hear the energy is good the route all Mm -hmm. of that Um, that's something that's kind of in the back of my head it's not any time near in the future but that is probably one goal something you know a half marathon in a different state or a different city
0: something well, let's get into the advice advice column. What's okay. the best running advice you've ever received?
1: I mean, honestly, I don't even remember getting any particular or specific advice on running myself, mainly like safety. I hear a lot about, you know, safety yeah. and running alone and that kind of thing. But um, I really don't recall having any specific advice. But my advice to people would be, you know, just get out there and put one foot in front of the other. Just go out there and a, you know, a jog, whatever. I mean, if you want to walk, just walk. But get out and move one foot in front of the other. Don't worry about your watch. Don't worry about who's around you. Just go out and do it, and that is the best thing you can do. And you feel so good after, like, the endorphins and everything. So it just makes it worth it. And then maybe you want to do longer or you want to do faster or, um, yeah, just change it up a little bit, different groups, Yeah. alone.
0: I totally That's agree all. with that. I think that the best thing you can do if you want to be active Mhm is go out of your door yeah yeah do just it. go
1: just get your clothes laid out get your clothes on get mm-hmm. your mind right and yeah just go do it that's the best thing you can do is mentally prepare yourself yeah you know, it's gonna happen just go do it yeah and you'll feel good after
0: all right well, we'll take a break and come back in a second okay on part two of our interview with amanda pearson we'll talk all about the norfolk Run club and how it started, how she became a leader in it, and uh, what happens when they come together and meet. Before we go, though, I'd like to share Haiku, written by Sarah, who seems to be a JNA ambassador. This one's a good one. Here we go. We can run alone, or we can run together. Either way, we run. I think that's a great one. Thanks, Sarah. Well, for now, this is Danny. Signing off, Godspeed.